welcome to the Inspiring Heights Podcast. I'm your host, Vanessa Kaiser, and I am so excited to be here with you today. Hi friends, welcome to the January 2024 throwback season. In case you missed it, in the last episode, I told you we are actually not doing any new recording in the month of January. This is because, honestly, I just need a break. I need a minute to reset and rejuvenate so that I can serve you really well with creative and good content for 2024, which I am so excited to be back behind the microphone starting in February as we get ready to launch our third year of the Inspiring Heights podcast. So meanwhile, in the month of January, we are going to be releasing a couple of old episodes from our archives. Here's the deal. I'm not going to lie to you. As I pull up these old episodes, I cringe ever so slightly because even though we've only been going for two years, my style has changed very dramatically in the last two years. But this is content that you guys loved in the past, and I hope it serves you well now. So if you're new here, know that there's new content coming in February 2024 as we launch into our third year. If you are a veteran to the Inspiring Heights show, thanks for being here. It's because of you that we keep going and we love that we get to serve you in this way. All right, friends, with that, let's go to the archives. Okay, friends, before we hop into the good stuff today, I just want to take a second to give credit where credit is due. We are going to be talking about how to figure out what season of life that you're in as well as how to determine what really matters to you in this season in today's podcast episode. And I have learned a great deal about these two principles from Kendra Adachi in her book, The Lazy Genius Way, which I will link in the show notes. Kendra is a phenomenal author, podcaster, speaker, writer. Um, She has been a brilliant resource for me and brings a lot to the table as far as these principles and many others are concerned. While today's podcast episode is made up of my own thoughts on this topic, as well as content that I have created for identifying the season of life that you're in and creating rhythms that match that season, I did just want to take a second to pause and say I have learned a lot from Kendra, and it's worth acknowledging that she has been a good teacher to me in this arena. Okay, friends, with that, let's get to it. I don't know about you, but I am a New Year's resolution fanatic. No, seriously, I love setting New Year's resolutions. I love that week between Christmas and New Year's where it's kind of still and quiet, but it has this underlining tone of anticipation and excitement for the new year, a new planner, a new season for January 1st of the new year to come. But Did you know that actually only between 9 and 20% of New Year's resolutions are ever actually achieved? 9 to 20%. The odds are not very favorable. And I have to ask myself why. And I know that everyone asks themselves why. And there's all of these theories and ideas and a lot of which probably hold a ton of water, right? We make too many goals. We don't put our goals in smart format, so they're not specific and measurable and attainable and relevant and time-bound. We're going to have a whole episode on goal setting, by the way, (laughs) but there's a lot of reasons why our New Year's resolutions might not work, but I have a theory. 
I think one of the big reasons why our New Year's resolutions don't work is because we have a tendency to set goals without actually identifying the season of life that we're in. Let me give you a kind of extreme example, but I think you'll get the picture. It might be like if I say, I really want to buy a house this year, but what I'm actually trying to do is become debt-free, and I'm going to be really hard-pressed to do that this year, and there's no way I'm going to be able to do that if I buy a house. Or I might say, oh, you know what? I've been dreaming about being an adventurer my entire life, and this is the year I'm going to backpack through Europe for two whole weeks. But I just started a new job, and there's no way I'm going to get two weeks of vacation off in the coming year. Those are times, those are examples of situations where we make goals and we set our dreams, but we're neglecting to recognize the season of life that we're in. We are putting the cart before the horse. We're setting our goals without naming our season. So let's talk about that for a minute. What does it look like to actually acknowledge the season that you're in? And why does that even matter? The Bible tells us that there are going to be seasons in our life. Perhaps one of the most famous Bible verses as it relates to seasons is Ecclesiastes 3 verses 1 through 8 that says, For everything there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to seek and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to cast away, a time to tear and a time to sow, a time to keep silent and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. Seasons matter to God. And so they should matter to us. Okay, so it's at this point in the show where some of you are asking, that's great, Vanessa, but how do I know what season of life I'm actually in? Is there like a checklist to choose from? (laughs) Listen, I want to talk to you about how you can take a little bit of a life assessment, a life inventory, and go, where am I at right now? What season am I in? So let's start with the facts. And when I do this exercise, I sit down with a piece of paper and I literally write out the answers to these questions and I ponder them and I sit with them and I pray about them so that I can have clarity and understanding about the actual season that I'm in. So start with listing the facts. What are the facts of this season? I'm working 40 hours a week. I'm not working at all. I'm going to the gym three days a week. I babysit my sister's daughter four nights a week. My husband's working overnight shifts. We have two little kids at home. I don't have any kids at home. I'm spending a certain amount of time at church every week. Whatever the facts of this season are, 
And they could be like so, they're, they're, there's like so many, right? They're never ending, right? I clean my house three days a week right now. I do laundry every single day. Just literally anything that is absolutely true and it's consistently true, name it, write it down, list the facts of this season. Then we move to the emotional check-in piece and we're going to rate the following things on a scale of one to five, one being low and five being high. So what is my overall average energy level? If I had to rate my energy level right now, would I say I'm a one, no energy, or a five, I have the most energy I think I could possibly ever have? How's my stress level in this season? Is it low or is it high? How's my mood? Am I pretty consistently in a good mood, which would maybe bump me up more towards a five? Or am I finding myself consistently grumpy, consistently down? That would put me down towards a lower level one. And how am I doing in my daily rhythms? You know, those things that we, that we want to do. Brush my teeth. Wash my face. Go for a walk. Move my body. Spend time with my kids. Spend time with my spouse. Limit my screen time. Read a book. Do something creative with my brain. Whatever those look like for you, they're different for everybody. So please, when I give examples, don't take that to mean that that's what your daily rhythms need to look like in order to rate a five on this scale. I'm just trying to give some examples of things that we might name as daily rhythms that matter to us. And then how are we doing with those? And I would caution you here to not rate yourself on daily rhythms that you've never done right? That you're like, well, there's like 75 things I want to do a day, but I've never done them. And I'm certainly not doing them in this season. So that is a one. No, really look at what are the daily rhythms that typically you do? And then are those things happening right now? Or are they not happening? And then this last question, am I getting done what I need to get done? Right? So those things like laundry and the dishes, in going to work, in giving 100% at work, right? Giving good energy and good brain space to whatever the work is before me, whether I'm a stay-at-home mom or I'm working outside the home, whatever that that looks like, am I giving good space to it? If you are able to walk through these things, by the end of this life assessment, You should be able to identify whether you are in a really hectic season, whether you might be in a season of rest, whether you might be in a season where life is feeling a little slow, but you're feeling like you have some more capacity. You're going to better understand your season after you walk through this exercise. And once you understand your season, Then you get to move on to the next question, which is, what's the most important thing about this season? And listen, there is not a right answer to this. It really can be whatever it is for you. Maybe this season, the most important thing is work. Maybe in this season, the most important thing is your family. 
Maybe it's peace. Maybe it's a significant project or a specific project that you want to work on. Maybe it is your church, a ministry that you're trying to get off the ground, a Bible study that you're trying to be invested in. Maybe it's having more time to do the things that you want to do, to use your brain creatively, to spend more time with Jesus. You get to name what matters the most in this season. And when we take the time to do this work, when we do the life inventory, we assess and name our season, and then we move on to identifying what the most important thing is, we have essentially put a very versatile tool into our tool belt. Because knowing what matters the most in this season helps me to filter the decisions that I have to make through this consistent thing. And it also gives me a tethering point for when life goes just a little bit bananas. Let's unpack that, shall we? We are constantly bombarded with decisions, right? Do you want to plan a weekend away? Should I buy this house? Should I change jobs? Should we move? Should we have kids right now? Should we have another kid right now? Should we do foster care? I mean, literally. There's just all these decisions you're constantly bombarded with. And if you know the season of life that you're in and you're comfortable naming it and you're comfortable owning it and you know what matters the most to you. And let's just say, I want to walk this out. So let's say that you're in a season of life where things are really hectic and you are really, really busy. And you said the thing that matters the most in this season is that I do work with excellence. Let's just say that that's the season that you're in. You're in a busy work season and you need to do it well because your career depends on it and your family depends on your income. And note that this is just the season where that matters the most. So then when someone says to you, hey, We're going to go away on a week-long cruise in April. We would love for you guys to come. Do you want to come? Well, when you're considering that ask, you get to run it through this filter you've already established. You've already decided. You've already named it. You're already owning it. So the answer is, can you be gone for a week in April? Well, not in this season, right? You know that this work season is going to be busy until May. So you know that being gone in April is not going to allow you to give the 100% that you need to give at work in this season. So the answer is no. And you don't have to mull too much over that. I mean, it's okay to have a conversation and you know, whatever. But ultimately, at the end of the day, you you already know the answer to that because you've done the hard work up front. And we so often get decision paralysis. And it is hard, especially for people who don't like to make decisions. For my indecisive friends, I am right there with you. I totally get it. And I especially hate making decisions that are me telling someone else, no, I really don't like to do that. So naming my season helps me to be empowered when the answer does have to be, I'm sorry, friend, I can't do that this time. Let me just pause here and say, this is not a bar none approach, right? 
There are going to be times where we name our season, we name what matters the most, we have an ask. It seems like the answer should be no. You pray about it, you talk to your spouse about it, your family about it, your friends about it, and ultimately you decide, actually, this is a yes. And it might not necessarily fit in, but I'm going to tell you, that's probably few and far between. That is the exception, not the rule. All right, the second point is that Naming what matters gives us a tethering point for when life goes a little bit bananas. You can be really, really focused on a certain thing. We'll just stick with the example of doing work with excellence. Let's say this is a season where you're putting in 60, 70 hour weeks and you are still going to church. You're still hanging out with your family You're still trying to move your body every so often. You're trying to keep up with planning. You're doing quiet time in the mornings. You're getting up early. You're going to bed late. You're like, literally, life is so bananas. And you're feeling wore out. And you're feeling discouraged. And that like 4 a.m. alarm makes you go, why am I doing this right now? (laughs) I just want to sleep. To like noon. Why is my alarm going off at 4 a.m.? Why am I literally dragging myself out of bed right now? And when you reflect on that, you have this point to come back and say, this is only a season. It's only a season. And right now, this task in front of me, it's the most important thing in this season. So you have this reminder You have this thing in the corner kind of championing you, right? To go, it's just a season, friend. It's just a season. And then once we have named what matters the most, then we get to move on to perhaps one of the most exciting parts. And that is creating rhythms that align with the season and our primary focus. So let's say, for example, We'll just stick in this rhythm of work being a priority in this season. So now I get to go, what are some things I can put in place to make sure that I can give my all when I'm at work? Maybe I need to get up earlier so that I have time to sit with Jesus in the morning because that is really, really important. It fuels my soul. And if I skip that just for an extra half an hour of sleep, I'm not going to be the best person I could be at work. Maybe it's that for you. Maybe you're getting up a half an hour earlier so that you can move your body before you go to work. Because maybe you're a better human if you have a run in the morning before you get there. Maybe you subscribe to a meal service in this season because you know there is no way you are coming home to make supper after a 12-hour day, day in and day out, right? There's just no way. So it's either takeout or (laughs) HelloFresh. And you might choose HelloFresh. You might decide that you need to go to bed a little earlier. And maybe you need to put in a bedtime routine that helps you to wind down and shut your brain off so that you can sleep a little better at night. There's all these rhythms that we can put in place because we know what our season is and we know what's most important to us in this season. And so... These rhythms are kind of like our goals that come in and they help to support this thing that we're working towards. Having healthy rhythms can really help to renew our minds and our hearts. 
especially when life is feeling really, really challenging, or if we're finding a season to be particularly long. I think about my friends at work. This is my first tax season at an accounting firm. And while I'm not really affected by tax season because I'm not doing taxes, I have a lot of friends who are, who are working 60, 70 hour weeks. And I watch them and literally in amazement, they are phenomenal humans. (laughs) And I don't know when they sleep. And So I just think about there's this season of life every year for them, right? (laughs) From January to May, there's this season of time where they're really, really busy. And the people who've been around a long time, you can just see it. They have these rhythms in place. And these rhythms are the things that keep them going through those 60, 70 hour weeks, day in, day out for, you know, four or five months at a time. So with all of that in mind, Take some time this week to think about the season of life that you're in. Walk through that exercise. Name what matters the most to you. And then think about some healthy rhythms that you can put in place to support your season. All right, friends. I want to take a second to tell you what's been inspiring me this week. So on the day that I recorded this podcast, we had a snow squall this morning. Uh, funny story. I call it a squabble sometimes, and my husband makes fun of me for that. But it just sounds cuter, right? Squabble than a squall. Uh, But anyways, if you don't know what that is, essentially it's like, it's kind of like a dust storm with snow. It's really intense. So the visibility went from, you know, 10 miles to 10 feet within about two minutes. And it was really phenomenal. I was sitting at the kitchen table working as this all like unfolded. The wind is blowing like 40 miles an hour, as is always true here in South Dakota. And (laughs) it's like, gosh, this is really crazy. I was actually on the phone with one of my coworkers. I'm like, are you seeing this? This is this is crazy. And I spent some time reflecting on that today and just going, man, isn't that how life is when Things can be, the sun can be shining. Things can be really good. Something happens and it gets really dark and really scary and seems like it's never going to end. But the sun is just on the other side of that squall. It's right there. It just, it has to blow over. We have to get through it. That's what's been inspiring me this week. So friends, if life is stormy right now, if you find yourself in the middle of a squall and it's cold and it's windy and you can't see anything around you, know that God is with you and that the sun is just on the other side. All right, friends, I hope you have a fantastic week. Take time to stop and consider what's inspiring you this week. Don't forget to subscribe and follow the podcast so that you never miss an episode. And if you're so inclined, feel free to give us a rating, drop us a comment, and let your friends know that we are here and that we would love to have them with us. You can like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Inspiring Heights. We are posting all kinds of fun things there and some funny things because I'm not an Instagram person, so I'm still learning. And it's been a good adventure and you can just laugh with me along the way. It's all good. All right, friends, that is all for today. Until next time, take a deep breath, 
and be inspired where your feet are. Bye for now.